and I love music. Wasn't that amazing? Now, if you're anything like me, they would never invite you up here to be a part of the music, but as a pastor, you can kind of like write yourself in a little bit. So why don't we do that just here for a second, okay? All right, so one of my favorite Christmas songs is I'm Dreaming of a White Christmas. Do you know it? Do you know it? I, I have heard that song so many times over and over and over again, just the years of my life, right? Like you walk into a store, hopefully not today, right? And the music is playing and you just get caught up on it. It's beautiful. Now, I cannot read music. I can barely sing and I don't play piano, but, but it's Christmas, what if there's a Christmas miracle waiting in store for just a moment of this? That's what I wrote in my notes. What if this is your time? Okay. Listen, I have listened to I'm Dreaming of a White Christmas. I've watched it on YouTube. I have, you know, dabbled in preparation for this moment. And, well, would you look at that? There's a piano right here. Oh, and our pianist has already made room. Oh, glory be. Look at that. Okay, let's just settle in here for a second. I can probably hold the microphone because I don't need both hands. I don't even know what I'm doing. Oh, let's find the note. Ah, no, two. Wow. There we go. That's better. I'm, no, I need lower. Ah, uh, there we go. All right, ready? I'm... Whoa, 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 who's leading this? I'm, oh, that's a good one. Dreaming of a white Christmas. Now, I was gonna say, I was gonna say you can meet me at the doors afterwards, but I'll take that applause. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Now, I'm sure many of you have heard that song before as well, and you had maybe your own interpretation of what was just about to happen, but that was very real, and that just happened, and we're a part of that. Let's read some scripture together this morning, or this evening, this afternoon. Oh, a little background music? Oh, that's nice. Okay. Now, the birth of Jesus Christ took place in this way. When his mother Mary had been betrothed to Joseph, before they came together, she was found to be with child from the Holy Spirit. And her husband Joseph, being a just man and unwilling to put her to shame, resolved to divorce her quietly. But as he considered these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not fear to take Mary as your wife, for that which is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had spoken by the prophet. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which means God with us. Now, until this point in the biblical narrative, there was an understanding that there was to be a Messiah, that God did have a salvation plan in store. But unfortunately, throughout the story, prophets, priests, kings, and people like you and I alike had known of God's masterpiece, but they couldn't play it perfectly. It was like what we just experienced. It was like they, they knew that there was a tune, they knew that there was a song, you hear it? 
but they just couldn't seem to find the right notes. Or maybe they would hit a right note on occasion, but they couldn't play the song to perfection until Jesus. The beautiful thing about the Christmas story is that from his birth, death, and resurrection, Jesus plays the gospel perfectly. Not just a note or two, which I'm sure I'm dreaming of a white cross. Like, I hit a note or two that was correct. But Jesus played it all flawlessly. And now in Christ, each of us, his followers, is learning how to play his gospel masterpiece as well. So for those of you who are not Christians, and maybe you're here tonight and and this evening, and you're just beginning to go on this journey of who God is, we're going to ask you for one thing. Don't throw at the masterpiece of Jesus because his followers play a song imperfectly. Amen? The masterpiece is beautiful, incredible, and amazing. And those of us who know Jesus, we are going to follow along to that tune as best we can, but we are not the masterpiece. Come on. The beautiful thing about the Christmas season is that God knew that we could not do it on our own. And so he sent his son Jesus to become a part of his creation and to live out that masterpiece in front of us perfectly, flawlessly. If you're here this afternoon and you know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, we want to encourage you, continue to play the song. Continue to practice. Continue to follow Jesus with all of your heart. And don't try to make the song easier on yourself. Come on. There is something beautiful in actually being able to dig into what it is that God has for you. You hear the song playing in behind me. I thought it was coming through the speakers. It's not. We got Ben over here on the keys. Can you guys give it up for Ben? Now I could walk over to that piano again, and I know in your hearts you're like, please don't. And I could probably find a couple other keys that are correct within the song that Ben is playing, but isn't it so much more beautiful to just sit and listen to it as it was meant to be played? something about music. For all of us this afternoon, believers, unbelievers alike, we are invited into the Christmas story to be reminded once again of what the masterpiece truly sounds like. Jesus came because humanity needed God to do what we could not do ourselves. The late Timothy Keller put it this way, the gospel is this, we are more sinful and flawed in ourselves than we ever dare believe, yet at the very same time, we are more loved and accepted in Jesus Christ than we ever dared hope. The gospel isn't, I make my way to God, but God made his way to us. It isn't work to be earned, but a gift to be received. It's not based on how naughty or nice you've been, but on how gracious Jesus is. And this Christmas, we want to encourage you to let the melody of Christ be be played all holiday long. 
As you came in, you would have received a couple of emblems, and I would like to invite you into a moment of communion with myself. If you have not received your communion emblem and you would like to, to have one, if you just want to raise your hand, our uh, guests and family services team will see that hand. And they will, uh, like a dick, right on it. Love it. Christmas is the invitation to the beginning of the story, our Savior's birth in human form. But we know that that birth will eventually lead him to willingly make his way to the cross for each and every one of us. And so today, as we celebrate the birth of Christ, we also want to remember the sacrifice that was made. In Corinthians, Paul writes to the church and he explains that this is what he understands in the night in which Jesus was betrayed. He took the bread and broke it and said, this is my body which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. This afternoon, before we eat of this bread, let's take a moment and pray and ask God, as only he can, to step into this moment, forgive us of our sins, make us holy as he is holy, so that we can be righteous as he is righteous, and be seated at the table of communion with him. Let's pray. God, I thank you for this amazing opportunity to be together. God, each and every person in this room is so completely loved by you. And so, God, I pray for any sin that has been unconfessed before you, God, we ask for forgiveness right now in this moment. God, for those in this room who don't know you yet and are ready to make that commitment, Lord Jesus, I pray in confession of their hearts, Lord God, that they would begin a brand new journey with you as Christmas celebrates your journey beginning here on earth. God, may there be those in this room that experience that new birth themselves today. And so, God, we present ourselves before you, a gathered body together, Lord Jesus, because of what you've done. So, Lord, forgive us. Make us holy as you are holy. And lead us, Lord Jesus, to walk in ways that we could never walk on our own. May your name be made holy in this city. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's eat the bread this morning. And Paul wrote in the same manner, he took the cup and said, this cup represents my, my blood which was poured out for you. As often as you eat this bread and drink of this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. Let's partake this afternoon. Isn't Christmas the best? Oh my goodness. I just got like a chill. Like, oh, so good. Well, we're not done yet. And uh, I would love to invite you into our yearly celebration here at Life Center. We do something really, really fun at the end of every Christmas service where we sing Silent Night together.